Obviously, we didn't do enough to have success today on the field. You know, I thought for the most part our defense did a good job of keeping us in the game. Up until the punt return, our special teams did good things for field position, giving us an opportunity to go ahead and play. We couldn't get anything going offensively today. We obviously have to have some kind of production in that phase to complement the offense, or I'm sorry, to complement the defense and the special teams when they're making plays for us. But ultimately, it wasn't good enough. We had to go back to work this week. A lot of things got to improve on. And I'm looking to see these guys finish strong, go out competing. We had a good week of work with the guys. You know, I count on seeing the same thing this week going to Chicago. That being said, open any questions you have. Second half of the game, second half of the game, what were you, that turnover kind of, kind of, kind of got things going for them, and then from there on, just how tough was it for it? They kind of turned so quickly like that. Well, look, obviously you can't start the second half off with a turnover, you know, and that led to the uh, touchdown right there. They made a 10-3, and then we didn't have a good punt, and the coverage, you know, had a couple missed tackles, gave them field position right there, and then all of a sudden it's 13-3. Now, look, it's still a two-possession game with a lot of ball to play. Like, that can't be a situation where all of a sudden it feels insurmountable. All right, you just got to go ahead and play one play at a time, one drive at a time, and keep playing the game. Look, the reality of it is you go through the first half, our defense played as well as we could ask them to. We had opportunities for turnovers. We were attacking the ball. We had things that you say, okay, keep on attacking the ball. Something's going to come our way right there. The kicking game was doing a good job, giving us field position, not really letting the return game get started. I was happy with the way those two phases were playing. Obviously, offensively, we couldn't get anything going right there. You know, when you start playing, you know, two out of three phases, you know, you've got to make sure that third phase can come through and give you something right there. We knew it was going to be kind of a slug it out type of game for us to have success. We saw an element of that in the first half. You know, you don't want to play with some of the limitations we had in the first half. However, you know, when you go to the second half, there were a couple things, you know, they had a shot down the field, and, you know, that led them getting some more points, and then the two late touchdowns right there, you know, two inexcusable things that happened. Joe, what did you, without looking at film, what did you see out of Fromm today? It looked like he was a little jumpy, some passes early, just never got in the rhythm. Well, look, obviously we didn't do anything good enough on offense right there. So, I mean, I'll watch the tape and I'll break down him, you know, Mike as well and all that stuff. Uh, I decided to make the move going from Jake to Mike because we weren't getting anything going offensively. You know, and I thought there were some opportunities that we did have in the first half and early in the second half that I had to get something in there going to give ourselves a chance, you know, to make some plays that I thought were out there for us to make. Obviously, it was a struggle. What do you say to him, when, you know, about the whole first half? And what do you say to halftime and then ultimately you have to decide to make that move? Who, Jake? Yeah. You're a young player. you got to learn and develop and to do. All right? This is the, you know, early part of a career. So you've got to learn from what happened today. You've got to make improvements. You've got to make improvements on execution. Obviously, decision-making will improve throughout time, but you know he's got to come back to work on Wednesday like everybody else. With the quarterback play you've gotten since then, hurt. how do you prevent that from just kind of dragging down the rest of the team? Look, I'm going to look at the tape before I go ahead and make any like you know huge statements on that right there, but obviously you've got to get you know significant play out of key positions. All right, But we've got to execute everything better. You know, offensively, nothing was really good enough today. We got to make sure we come back to work, and we got to give ourselves a chance. And we got to capitalize on the opportunities that are in front of us. And when you watch the tape normally, and you sit there and you're watching on the sidelines, you talk through different plays and scenarios, and you say, "Okay, we've got this, this, this that are there. We got to get back to this and give ourselves a chance. Make sure we don't lose an opportunity on this again." You got to, you know, make the emphasis getting back to something when it's there, but you got to capitalize on the opportunities when they give them to you. You know, most teams in this league aren't going to give you a second swing of the bat. You know, so when something's there the first time, you got to make your shot. Saquon really didn't play late. Was that just a situation of the game, or was he dinged up? Or? Oh, it was a situation of the game. Just a situation of the game right there. You know, he's got some bumps and bruises, you know, right there. I thought Saquon, you know, played hard. Uh, obviously, we couldn't get enough going for him right there. Uh, but that was just the decision we made right there at the end of the game.
Joe, you mentioned you mentioned um, at the start, you know, after the turnover at the start of the second half, and it was a two-score game. You said yeah. that can't be an insurmountable lead right there. Yeah, Did you get any sense that some of these guys, I mean, with this repeating failure, are kind of feeling that like we can't come back? It's not working. It's not happening here. No, I saw our defense consistently take the field with the right demeanor and the right attitude. I really did. You know, and they made some shots, you know, in the second half, some chunk plays get on down. There's one right there that was throwing the throwback into the deep post. You know, it was a big play by them making that and put them in position for some more points. But the one thing about our defense I'm always proud of, and you can see it all the way at the end of the game on the uh, stop right there on fourth and short. One thing they do is, you know, defense never decides, you know, when they're going to take the field. They decide how they're going to take the field. And they always decide to take it with the right demeanor. I'm proud of the way those guys fight like that. Okay, they practice the right way. They got the right demeanor. They really play as a unit together. I see a lot of individual improvement. I see a lot of collective improvement in that phase of the game. Obviously, I've talked all the time about, you know, how you have to play and build a team. So I'm proud of a lot of the guys on defense in terms of how they're pushing forward, how they're playing, how they're competing. They did a lot of things to keep us in the game today. And then obviously, if you can't do anything, you know, offensively to get really get the ball moving, that sets you behind and there's not too much more defense can do to hang on there. Joe, I realize uh, execution was, was obviously an issue, but did you have problems at any point in the game today with effort? And if not, why not? I saw, our, I saw our guys fighting. Look, I'll watch the tape and anything I see in terms of low for anything, you know, obviously we'll address. You know, I didn't see. I saw those guys out there fighting and pushing on through. Obviously, you see a lot of those, you know, extended drives at the end of the game, you know, where there's a lot of, you know, open empty sets and running back and forth. A lot of times you'll see some of, you know, just natural. You get three, four plays in a row. Receivers aren't moving at top speed all the way right there. We try and rotate them, keep them fresh. Uh, but, no, I didn't see anybody necessarily in that realm right there. Joe, you, you, you'll go back to Mike uh, next week? We'll decide based on how they practice. We'll see how these guys do. Joe, there was a report earlier today that I think ownership or the team believes in you and Daniel into next season. You know, do you feel any differently coaching a game after something like that is made public in support of you? Just in regards to any kind of reports like that ever, I'm never going to comment on hypotheticals on jobs, mine or anybody else's. So that's just a blanket statement you're going to always hear from me, no matter what it is on who. So. Well, have you been told by ownership? I'm never going to comment on anything hypothetically about jobs, mine or anybody else's. I appreciate the question. I understand what you guys are asking. It doesn't matter if you're asking about me, Pat Graham, Jerry Shaplinski, Jerome Henderson. I'm just telling you, like, I'm never going to comment on that in a press conference, guys. I appreciate what you have to ask. Completely understand it. Just understand the way I'm going to answer the question. Joe, you, you mentioned the idea you that it can't seem like it's insurmountable right. when they get up. Mm -hmm. You have a sense that guys on the offense that really have been struggling since Daniel went out, that there are some guys you have to convince that it's not been The very encouraging thing is when I keep talking to like the skill group and the offensive line on the sideline, we talk about going back out there and say it's a two-possession game. We get back in this. They got the right look in the eyes. They're still going out there to compete. All right? They're still going out there to fight right there the entire time. So you talk about, okay, what's the situation in the game? One point is a 17-point game, right? So I had to go out there and talk to them. Okay, guys, here's where we're at. It's three possessions. This is what we're looking at. We're approaching the fourth quarter right now. This is what we're thinking about. Four down territory. We're thinking about onside kicks. We're thinking about different situational calls. They're locked in. They're glued into that right there. Okay, so they're still in there, and they understand that we're going to go ahead and we're going to go out there and we're going to fight to the end. What were you saying to the receivers in the first half there when you got it up? Uh, at which point? You just gathered, like, five different receivers together to a couple drives into the game. I talked to them several times, you know, throughout the game. A lot of it was about, you know, expecting what kind of coverage they're playing, you know, what that's going to do in terms of some of the calls we're making, contested catches, blocking in the run game, things of that nature. So it was more schematic type approach. What do you think this was better? They just said it was in New York. They reversed it, and then they came back, and they said, hey, New York's looking at it right there. And then they just told me, hey, they're going to count as a touchdown. There's not much more you can do right there. We can't challenge scoring plays. So 
right there, you're just kind of sitting there and waiting. You get a lot of communication from guys in the booth in terms of what they're looking at on TV and the replays. So, you know, what you're really looking at in a situation like that is, you know, what you're seeing on TV, but ultimately it's what the officials see and what New York sees. Kadarius, you know, he had a short week, obviously, and he came back. What did you see from him? You know, was he kind of getting in gear? I mean, obviously, he was on a short week coming back. So with only a couple of days of going and really still part of that ramp up, kind of that COVID deal right there, you know, the package put together for him was considering the situations, wanted to really get him in there. There were some times we were able to get him in multiple plays in a row, which was something we weren't sure about, you know, getting with him right there as far as the conditioning part of it. But he fought through a lot of things. And when he had the ball come his way with some opportunities, he was able to get the ball in space, make some plays and get a vertical, you know, convert some things. Joe, you talk a lot about, like, the product you put on the field. Like, how does, how does a result like this sit with you? It's not good enough. At point blank. I'm not going to make excuses for trying, you know, church it up right there, Dan. The reality is this. You know, you play to win the game, right? You coach to win the game. You coach to give the players an opportunity and a chance. So while there's things in every game you look at and say they're positive and build on that, and there's individual performances or unit performances that are, you say, okay, this is what we're looking for. Collectively, it's not good enough. Okay, collectively, it's not good enough. So we got to do better next week.